now it's time for part two of In the Moment. We go into marriage now. And I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to admit something that I didn't think I would. I was talking to Katie about this. And it's no disrespect to my family. I love my family. I was raised by women for, for the most part. And if I'm being honest, there were times, and I realized this in going to therapy and learning myself and just discovering, I guess, things about myself, that there were times when I was younger, I always thought a little bit differently. Always. I always just kind of had different ideologies. I just saw life a little bit different. And a perfect example of that is I remember being a kid and I always felt like hitting your kids was wrong. Mm -hmm. That's just how I felt, mm -hmm. even as a child, right? Mm -hmm. I would tell my parents, like, this is stupid. This is ridiculous to actually think that it's okay or that you're even going to get anything out of just hitting me. Now, this gets complicated because you're dad, right? I always mm -hmm. get who you label differently. My father is my biological okay. father. So, I mean, you went through a lot of abuse with your father. For sure. So you were feeling that when you were getting hit when you were a child. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. So, so obviously my viewpoint is going to be a little bit different, right? Which is fair. So in a, in a black household, typically, um, Katie would be able to attest to this. You don't get an opinion. Mm-hmm. It, that's just the way it's the way it goes you know like you if you have a difference of opinion than your parents have <laughs> it's not relevant mm -hmm. <laughs> no one cares they dismiss it you stay in a child's place uh -huh. and that's the way it is i genuinely believe because my therapist connected this that when i got on the bird show initially uh, some of not all some of my um hesitancy to be confident in my voice and in my opinion came from being always told to shut up, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. it, we don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was right <laughs> even then. And they always would tell me, you don't know anything yet. When you get older, it'll make sense to you. When you get older, you'll live a little bit and you'll <laughs> learn something. Mm -hmm. And I got older. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way. <laughs> it still does not make sense. It still doesn't make it, sense no. to right. me. To go even deeper, sometimes I'll be honest, they used to take uh, switches. Off the tree. Off the tree branch. Mm -hmm. Beat the kids. You got to go pick it. You got to pick you your own switch. You got to go pick your own switch. They thought this was okay. Damn. I think my parents put their hands on me, damn, I, l less than five times my whole life. And with me and my kids, less than five times their yeah. whole life. And you see, there used to be a joke that, like, comedians would get off in the Bernie Mac times of... You know, when, when white people are mad at their kids, they go and time out. <laughs> but when black people are mad at their kids, you're getting your ass whipped. <laughs> and we would laugh. Yep. Ha, 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 ha. And, and I'm older, and I'm like, we should have realized that that's a problem. Is it still the same in the black community, or has that changed over there? No. I don't no, think it's changed. No, no. way. It has not changed. It, it hasn't changed. I think eventually it will, and it starts with the younger millennials that I feel. But as I was telling Mo, I grew up in a household where if I did something wrong— I would get my ass beat. Mm -hmm. But it didn't start that way. My mother's original way of disciplining me was from, like, physical stuff. Like, if I did something wrong, I had to do a certain amount of push-ups mm -hmm. or something like that. Like, she started that when I was three. And I feel like that's a different form of uh, discipline. Holding the buckets. Yeah. Wall sits. Wall sits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's, that's a different level of discipline. And I thought it worked. But then my grandmother was in her ear and was like, no, if you don't just beat that child's ass. <laughs> and, and then... Right. My mother changed, and then that's when she started doing that when I would get in trouble. And it wasn't until one day she saw that I was angry. 
I was more angry at the world or at everything. Mm -hmm. And so she said, Katie, let out the anger. She let me let out the whole anger. And I'll never forget that. I was like 10 and I just like just was punching the couch and just like I hate I hate how I'm disciplined. And then from then on, she listened to me. She's like, you know, you'll never get another ass whooping again. Mm. I'll handle discipline differently because she saw how it hurt me. And that day she cried and then I cried. And that was a, a you know, a way that she evolved as a parent because she realized that what I thought was a way of disciplining because of what I was taught and what I've been, you know, told to do. Mm -hmm was not effective. Yeah, I um can't remember the specific reason, but again, I've probably put my hand on my kid's ass like less than five times. Mm. But on this one particular day, I don't know what he was doing in the bath. It was something obviously dangerous. I can't even remember what it was. But I put my hand on his ass, and he had water on it, so it sounded a whole hell of a lot worse, right? <laughs> uh, and he was still pretty young. And he started crying, and I felt awful about it. He felt awful about it. And then... I can't remember what the situation was a couple of weeks later. He did something, and I was approaching him to talk about it, and he immediately started to cower mm. like I was going to hit him. I know that feeling. And I had no intent on doing that, and I think that was the very last time that I had ever put my hands on my kids. See, mm -hmm. you know how big that is, like, to a child who's been abused? Because... I don't know why anybody as a parent would ever want to walk into a room and see a child do that right. just by the thought of you getting close to them. To being scared there, or yeah. just fear. I mean, my instinct as a parent now is to protect my kids, right? Boom. So when I got a four-year-old that I'm just going, I I'm fired up, so I'm probably approaching him, and my voice at that point is probably a little bit higher. And he thought, even though it didn't happen often, that here comes another one mm -hmm. and coward. Oh, my God, ripped my heart out of my chest. That was it. There were times I literally, my father would go to hug me, and I would, you know, Ugh. go into a defending myself because mm -hmm. that's, that's the norm. That mm -hmm. becomes the norm. So for me, and maybe it took that for me to see it, I even thought of it, about it as, like, when I would get beat as a kid, I, to be honest, I would go right back outside and play football like nothing happened. <laughs> right. I'd wipe my tears, go right back outside. I didn't yeah. learn anything, mm -hmm. right? But when you actually punished me, when you made me sit in the room and you took away my Sega and you made me mm -hmm. write something a hundred times, mm -hmm. I learned something to the point where I felt like there's a reason prison is prison, right? They, that's what they hope that will rehabilitate you. They sit you in a cell and make you think about what you've done. They don't just beat your ass and tell you, all right, right. go back. There's a reason. So I say that to say, <laughs> I love my, you know, I love my grandmother more than anything in this mm -hmm. world, yeah. right? But she pissed me off the other day. <laughs> she did. Yes. Could you even it, say anything? Even as no. an adult, you still can't say anything. Still, I, I would I never would. I I just let her have it. I want her to have her her happiness and her comfort. It it doesn't matter how I truly feel. Right? What'd she say? That pissed you off. So <laughs> first of all, you need to change your language. It doesn't matter how I truly feel. It matters. Men, it uh, fucking matters. I hate it. Happy you know wife, I happy hate, life, right? No, stop wearing the fucking shirts, y'all. Stand <laughs> I up. Men would stop wearing that shirt <laughs> Stand too. up. That shirt. <laughs> that's not that's, no it's feel like men don't think about this. It ain't cool to wear a happy wife, happy life shirt. No. It should be happy mm -hmm. no, spouse, I, happy house. I don't I yeah, I don't buy into that whole thing. I don't like either. do whatever that's why most dudes, I mean, if that cliche is right 80 percent of dudes are living in like silent misery or whatever it's because they are just saying yes yes to avoid confrontation which yeah. i have 
definitely been guilty of in the past, right? That's, and you're unhappy yeah. at the end of the day. And today's the day that you all need to realize. All men need to realize that outside of your partner, outside of your mother, yeah. outside of your grandmother, outside of the women that you love in your life, stand up for how you truly feel and stand ten toes down on that. So with, with that being said, Katie... Putting a battery in my back to come out here and speak my mind. Go ahead. Speak on it. <laughs> uh, I think my grandmother meant well. She always does, right? And this is her mindset of a woman from her time, and I get it, because of the way that her life was. How old's your grandmother? Oh, good question. I am not going to answer Never that one. Never reveal it. Um, okay. it <laughs> I'm trying to decade. reveal it without revealing it. Can you give me a decade, or would she be offended by that? She She's in the decade around the 60s, but maybe up. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, but I, because Katie, I didn't say it. I said it without saying it. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> no, Bert's trying to get me. No, I'm trying to get my ass beat. No, no I just told you. <laughs> to this day, she'll be my ass. <laughs> I buried your relationship with Jade last time yes. I was on, and now I'm going for the family. Going for grandma. <laughs> right? But all right, so I went on. I went on a few dates, and I haven't really talked about it yet. But I'll be honest. I'm at the point where I might be ready to turn the corner. On on what? On these are going from dates to like I think I want to date her. Dating. So exclusively. Yes. Yeah. As in girlfriend? Yeah, that 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 thing. How long has this been going on? A few months. Okay. Mm. You know who it is? Yeah. Okay. And uh then Bird meet her. Oh, you weren't there that day. He met her? No, he didn't meet her. Oh. He wasn't there that day. I thought he was there. Oh. That was the day of the show when everybody else was there, but he couldn't come. No, no, come. no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he couldn't come. You couldn't make it. You went somewhere else. I forgot. You had something else to do. You couldn't make it. Okay. But that's when she met everyone because she came to one of my shows. And it, it wasn't, a, to be completely honest, it wasn't a situation where, like, I wanted her to meet everybody, but it just kind of happened that way because I had a show and everybody took to her. And I completely understood why. She's amazing. Mm hmm Made complete sense. But if I'm being honest, you know, <laughs> she has some connections. And um, in the uh, in the flight world, okay. And my grandmother, <laughs> in the airline industry, yes. Okay, being a grandmother was like, um, oh yeah, I dated once or twice. What can she do for me? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> can she get me on a flight out yes. to California? <laughs> yes. I was kind of like, oh, grandma, like, come on, right. right? And I was like, you know, has I, she even I, met her yet? No, not really, <laughs> not really. Like it was. It was a little bit much, right? But I'm like, all right, Grandma, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And she says, don't worry about it. I'll ask her myself. Mm, <laughs> yes. Mm -mm. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it, Reese. And if I'm hearing you right, then you can't even say, please don't do that. No, I, no. Hell no, I can't say that. So did she go to this girl? Yes. She did? Yes. Give, give me your number. Come on. <laughs> and then she just texted her? Yes. <laughs> No. Yes. Did she get the tickets? Yes. She did. Yes. You're starting to see how this works. Yes. Right? Wow. Okay. So I get a text message. Yeah, this doesn't happen in the white world. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The aggression of it all. Right. right? I'm telling grandma probably, like, yeah, I'll hook you up. I got you. I got you. And then it's never happened. Hoping that, you know, she like. You, you'll get the, the hint. Yeah. No. Or she gets dementia or something. Grandma doesn't forget. <laughs> no. No. No, I'm good. no, and black grandmothers be 145. You be like, oh, you, you, you still remember everything. <laughs> when does this thing kick in? Right? Right. So she goes around me, right? Wow. And uh, she's so good about it, she doesn't even tell me my grandmother did that. She doesn't even come to me and 
I don't even know anything about it. That is a damn good woman. Isn't it? Wow. I respected mm-hmm. that. Yes. I appreciated it. Yeah. So I get a text from my grandmother. <laughs> Basically said, <laughs> um, I had issues with my flight, but it's all been taken care of, and I'm on an even better flight now. If you don't marry her, it will break my oh, heart. Oh, shit. <laughs> Come on, man. Pressure just, applied. Just for one airline ticket. You got on one, one flight. One flight. And now and I have to get married. married. Oh, your heart is broken. <laughs> and this you is... have to not, and you can't say anything to grandma. It's anything. like, yeah. So I actually, for the first time in my life, I kind of challenged my grandmother because I didn't like it. Okay. But in the way that I could. Like. What does that look like? It's soft, babe. It's some really soft <laughs> shit, if I'm being honest with you. I, I want to know the exact words, man. Go ahead. Tell him. Go ahead. You, tell him what you said. What did you say? Tell him. I basically said to my grandmother, um, Grandma, I, I fear for your heart. However, I hear you, and I am very happy that you, uh, she was able to help you out. What part of that is standing up for yourself at all? None of it. None of it. Not, not any <laughs> part of it at all. Zero point zero percent. I stood right up to my grandma I, and I said, you do whatever you want. I just fear for your heart. <laughs> I feel for your heart. I am such I a feel bitch. for your heart. Oh, my God. Look, if that's the way it's done, that's the way it's done, man. So. Yep. <laughs> at that point, I was willing to leave it alone. And she texted me back. And she, she said. another flight. <laughs> can, you get me one, can you get me one with less turbulence right <laughs> i didn't like the first class seats you had me in so <laughs> she texts me back and she said um i didn't mean to put that kind of pressure on you but i think you understand what i mean so she got it she she saw through it mm-hmm. I, I thought so okay right so kind i said of. i said okay grandma i said well i hear you you have your views i have mine all love i'm glad you made it home and she wrote me back. She said, my handsome, lovely, brilliant grandson. Oh, here comes the ask. I know, because I raised you, that when the time comes, you will do the right thing in this situation. And what, I, what situation? With this woman. Oh. Oh. When the time comes. So the text message read to me. Because I raised you, and you're handsome and brilliant, that the only decision here is to marry this woman so that I can go to Africa for free whenever I want to. (laughs) And I was like, I went to Katie and I had to vent. Because I said, you see, like, when I've I've come to Katie in in recent weeks, B, and I was like, I'm going to be honest. I don't see the value anymore a lot of the time, not all of the time, but a lot of the time in marriage for a man. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. something's wrong with marriage. Yep. Sometimes it fits for two people that it just fits for. It fits for. Right. Mm-hmm. That's your thing. That's your thing. But if I'm being completely honest yep. and transparent as a man, when you get to the point of your life where I'm going to just say it how I said it to Katie earlier, as a man, sometimes your goal in life is to be successful, to have a little bit of something so that w- when you do have a family, you can take care of your family. Mm-hmm. No man wants their family to be without. Right. That's your 
almost like that's your duty. Providing. To provide. Yep. To make sure that you put yourself in a position where your family will never have to want anything. That is, that should be your goal. So the ladies on the show would call us toxic, that, that toxic I know. masculinity. I know. That's why I'm but telling that's, you here. That's, <laughs> there's that, a reason. that's how I was I raised also. I would say also. Right. traditional. Uh-huh. Okay. That's fair. how I was raised also. Right. And I take a lot of pride in sure. that. I, I do take some pride I in do it. as well. Yeah. And so I feel like you have to bust your ass for that to happen. However, if I'm being completely honest with you, as I've started to date now as an older man who has really... Older man. What are you, 30? Older. Not old, what are but you, older. older. What is older? When you say older, it makes older. it seem like you're older. 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 You're I'm 37. I'm not, tw- I'm not in my young Just 20s say anymore. say as a man in my 30s. All right, like, fine. As a man. Yeah. As a man older. who has, has built a little bit of something for himself. Yep. Has something to offer. Worked hard. You know, never been married. Don't have kids. I've really made sure that by the time I do go into a situation of marriage, have kids, and all of the things, I think I did okay mm-hmm. to make myself a pretty decent catch. When I talk to women, sometimes I feel maybe it's my profession, but I almost can't even have a genuine conversation with them. Yeah, that's tough about radio. Are you talk Because yes. there's a radio component here. There is. Yeah, absolutely. So when I first started out in radio, man, I mean, part of the reason why I got into this was because, I mean... I've been a little dude my entire life, all right? And I thought that being on the radio would make me a little bit more, like, you know, attractive to women. So it did. Shit. I mean, didn't matter that I wasn't 6'1 or 6'2 anymore. But that comes with a price. It's like, do they really like you? Or that's, that's what I'm struggling do with. they like you for the little bit of celebrity that is attached? I mean, look, you know, we're not Justin Bieber. Um, but around town, you know what? We get looks. Hey, I know you. I listen to the Berg Show, right. so that's nice. But, yeah, there does come a time where you wonder, like, is this me or is this because you're Burt Show Mo or in the uh, moment Mo? But um, I learned you could sniff it out pretty quick after a while. So once you start sniffing it out, right, B, and you get to this point where you, you sniff Sometimes it. I sniffed it out. I didn't give a shit. She was so hot. I'm like, okay. That's what I'm struggling with. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. Oh, you can't? No, because you're more genuine than I am. You are. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. Um... I think much more genuine than I am. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could sniff that out and knew what her intent was, and that made me go, okay, I know what's going on here, so I'm going to get mine too. But yes, but but that's that's been completely okay at the times when that's what I wanted, right? I'm, I'm okay with that. I, my issue is at the point when I get to where my grandmother is going, marry her, mm-hmm. marry her, mm-hmm. and my family mm-hmm. is going, marry her, marry her, and and none of the women who I think love me the most have stopped to say, well, how does she make you feel? <laughs> right. right? Like, how, how, do you, how are you doing in this relationship? Is well, there anything well, that Well, how you... are you doing this? How, how does she make you feel? Yeah, we can go there. Okay. No, we well, wait, wait, let's Is that stay. what you want to do? No, I didn't that's think it was. That's what you want to do. That's what I want you to do. Oh, that's what Let me sidebar for just one second, but I definitely want to get back to that. Okay. So here we are being 100% honest. There is still... Even as an engaged man, I know I'm going to spend the rest of my life with Tiffany. There's still 5% of me wondering, like, no, 10% of me (laughs) and maybe 20% of me that if I'm in a bar and Tiffany's in a bar or we met at Topgolf, if I'm at Topgolf and she's at Topgolf and I'm not Bert Show Bert, do we ever meet? She swears yes. 
I say bullshit. (laughs) Um, Look, Tiffany's younger than I am. Aesthetically, she's way higher on the food chain than I am also. So it took me a while to absorb that she really does love me, like for me, Mm -hmm. like me for me. Uh, And there are times, look, I still, but that's my insecurity. She has never done anything to like make me think like, nah, she's just in this because it's Burt Show Burt. First of all, that dude's not even that impressive. Um, But yes, it played on me for a long time. And that is because the guard is up and shit, I thought she was out of my league. She was younger also. Uh, I've got a lot to protect as well. So yeah, that played into part of the mentality all the way up until I was engaged. And even now, still a little bit. So here's where I I feel like I'm probably off a little bit and could use a little bit of advice because what I was building in saying that as a man, you work very hard to put yourself in a position to be somewhat of a catch, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's always been in the back of my mind, that at some point I will marry someone and I want her to have something in marrying me. And if I'm being completely honest with you, I'm at this point now of my life where I'm considering this. I'm considering marriage. And I can't go into the details of the marriages that I've seen some of the men in my life who are close to me. Mm -hmm. But I will say that the majority of them are not happy men. It's true. But I agree with that. I really agree with that. But I would also say that if you're in a long-term relationship and you're not married, right, you're still going to be unhappy, right? Not if I'm by myself because I've been, I've been. So you're saying like not, not marriage, just like be by yourself for the rest of your life. This man's never been in love, so he doesn't know. That's fair. Yes. I, I, okay. Yeah, that's true. Because it's hard for you to be vulnerable, man. It's, it's and, very hard. It's and, very, very hard. And to man. be in love, you and, really got to be fucking vulnerable. Because exactly. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, and this is no judgment to anybody in their own situations. I'm just a little different. I have always wanted a one and one and one and one. And what I mean by that is I want to get married once. I want to have kids once. What's wrong with that? Whoa, when I say things like this, you'll be shocked. People be in my DM saying, like, I think when I... Whoever says, like, whose goal is to be married three times? How is that fucking offensive? But that's why I care so much about the person that I am actually going to put this much investment in. I want to know all the things about you. So Mm -hmm. when I get to the point where you can't even have a conversation with me, you can't even, like, look at me and give me what the value would be of me marrying you as a woman, but you want me to marry you. Mm-hmm. I'll marry you, fine. But as a man, truly, in the situation that I'm in, in the situation that you're in, mm-hmm. what do I get from it? How do I benefit? How will this help me? Because all of the other men that are close to me that I know that are married are not happy. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like, mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. example is my grandmother, which is why I brought it up. I will have the women that love me and are close to me go, get married. Mm-hmm. But then when I go, but why? What do I actually get from it? They struggle. You struggle to come up with a reason. But if I say, well, then that's why I'm not sure I don't want to be married and I don't know why that's the brilliant thing mm-hmm. to do, then I'm labeled a toxic misogynist <laughs> who should shut the hell up. Uh, what do you get out of it? Um, look, I I want to be... With Tiffany. I have always been super independent and taking care of myself. My parents weren't around, so I had to take care of myself. So I don't want to need anybody. Mm -hmm. I want to be in this relationship. 
And what do I get out of that? Um, I get walking through the door and knowing that there's one person in the world, no matter how much I fuck up, is still going to love me. Um, I get what your family has. When you walk in that door and you feel that love from your family, I've seen it. I've heard it. That's what I get from my little family. If I'm being completely honest with you, B, I feel like women are giving that away for free nowadays. I, I don't I don't believe that you have to marry a woman to get that anymore. I do believe that there was a point of time in life mm-hmm. when in marrying a woman you got that. Yep. But in the women that I have met who who want me to marry them, mm-hmm. they were giving that away for much less. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to marry for that anymore, mm-hmm. as unfortunate as it is. But men typically don't want to get married, and y'all don't want to talk about that part of it. So you're also, and I think Katie's point was really, really valid also, is that you've never been in love. So, of course, you're questioning, like, what's in it for me? You've never felt it. You've never felt, like, this kind of connection and just knowing that there is somebody. Well, you do get that from your family. So, And I didn't. So maybe that's why I'm drawn to it. Right. That makes sense. But imagine being in a relationship where with that person, that one person— the way you feel about them, your heart breaks every time they break. Anytime they're sad, you're sad. Anytime they're happy, you're I feel like oh, I can have that without marriage. With them. <laughs> like, I genuinely do. Everything that I mean, you're you saying probably, to me, I feel I'm like I can have without marriage. Just, it's just a deeper kind of love. I, I'm I feel not like, mad what at I what you're to. saying. Yep. I respect everything that y'all are saying, and I completely want this feeling that y'all are telling me that that happens. But I don't think marriage does that. I think just meeting the right person with the right chemistry at the right time does that. So what's wrong yes. with going into relationships with them knowing that? Marriage doesn't fit you, you don't think. So- I'll tell you, nothing is wrong with it according to my logic. But now that I'm in this situation of where my mm. grandmother is throwing me this and then everybody around me is saying, you've been on some great dates and you have a good woman in your life, get married. When I throw it back at them and go, but for what? Mm-hmm. Including her. So- I've asked her this. She struggles to give me a reason. So... I don't know anything about who you're talking about. Is is she as stable in a career as you are? Yes. Yes. I'd say yes. So what's in it for her then? I mean, if she can support herself. Well, I think women want to be married. I think I think a lot is in it for I can't speak for women. I don't want to try to. But I believe when I've listened when I've cuz I've asked women this, you know, like why do you want to be married so bad? What what is it exactly? Mm-hmm. Typically, I get it's the tradition of it all. You know, like since you were a child, you wanted to be married. You get to kind of be married amongst your social, amongst your friends on Instagram. You get the ring. You get the whole thing. You get to go, look, I'm married. I am successful. I have a man who loves me. Everything is great. It's it's all the things. It's mm-hmm. all the bells and whistles. That's what <clears throat> I feel like nowadays women get out of it. Outside of that, I don't, I don't even know that we marry for the traditional reasons that we used to anymore. I don't even think that's a thing anymore. I, think, I, I do think for me kids change things. Like the way Bart and Kristen did it probably would have been textbook for me. Um, that they dated and dated and dated for 15 years. And then when they started thinking, okay, it's time to have kids, then that, did ch- that would change for me also. Like I, for me personally, I would want my kids to grow up in a household with a with a married couple. That's and the, that's what Mo would think is a value, a woman who waited yes. to have a kid until marriage. Fair. Right? That's an example that's that you would li- think. Yes. yes. And that is, when I, okay, so I've asked women, um, kind of like Family Feud style. I surveyed 100 women. <laughs> and I asked them, just because I was curious. I genuinely was just curious. You know, what did you save for marriage? You wanted to be married since you were six. Okay, so what did you save? 70% of the mm. answers I got was what did the man save? And it kind of 
it kind of pissed me off because it made me feel like, what does it matter what the man said? Most men don't even want to be married. This is your goal. Like, well, you shouldn't care what a man did. What did you do? Thirty well, percent I got. I really don't know. I'd have to get back to you. <laughs> well, isn't the tradition that the woman's parents pay for the wedding anyway? So maybe that's not. I mean, you can speak True. to this. You're, you're a woman, so um, maybe that's not on their radar because they're assuming that mom and dad are going to pay for it. That's not. Women don't think about that. No. Even though it's tradition that a woman's family would pay for a marriage, women are not thinking about that. They're thinking about, I want to be taken care of. I'm going to be completely I know, honest. like some yeah, women. I yes, go ahead, Katie. Some women it. who uh, have always dreamt of being married since they were a child, they just thought about Prince Charming. And I was telling Mo, I feel like the negative effect of this is societal norms and traditional that as young girls, we are raised to be treated like princesses. Mm-hmm. So far as Disney, every Disney movie is a princess and a prince comes and sweeps you along and then you live happily ever after. Which is what and I've so always thought about women. That I've goes, always thought that. That goes through history where women will just keep going on. So much so, we love Meghan Markle because she's a princess. Even though in America we do not have that same setup, but we'll idolize it and think that, hey, I want to be a princess. I need a Prince Harry. Ma- Meghan Markle doesn't even want to be a princess. Yeah. <laughs> I've said this on the Burt Show and I'll say it here also that... Uh, getting married to Tiffany, for me, honestly, I already feel married. So going and having the party and the stress of putting together the dress that matches the bridesmaids' dresses and the food and the flowers and the bullshit, blah, 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 blah. Um, Look, man, I could be with Tiffany for the rest of my life and be totally stoked and totally happy. I'm married in my heart. She wants a ceremony. We're going to have a ceremony and we're going to get married. That's why hey, from time to time I'll come in here and go, hey, it looks like we're going to get married in the in Exuma. Right. Yeah. And then I'll come in here three weeks later and go, looks like we're getting married in Cabo. <laughs> and you guys look at me like, why the switch? And I'm like, I don't know. And I don't care. I just know that Tiffany wants to go with the ceremony. And I already feel married. So who cares where it is? So that's what we always speak to, right? Do you think that Bird falls in line with the man who's happy wife, happy life? Because I do believe, like what he's saying, I think that's why the majority, not all, but that's why the majority of men do get married. That's why I would get married. It would be because my lady wants to get married and I don't want to lose her. She means so much to me that fuck it, let's do this. If if a wedding is what you want to do, then cool. If a wedding is not what you want to do and you haven't expressed it, then y'all got to stand up for yourself. What, yeah. if, what if a wedding is because what you want to do, but you just don't understand the value of why a man would do it? Then oh, what? oh, well, then you're talking about from a woman's perspective or a man? I would love for a woman to give me a perspective as to why a man, what, what a man gets out of marriage, period. Um, let me say this also, that I don't feel so strongly about not getting married to where it would be something I would stand up for. Yeah. So it's not like mm-hmm. I'm doing it's something I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just... You're just not as involved as the details of it. I'm already little... married, man. Yeah. I'm already married. I mean, this is the first time in my life I don't have my head on a swivel. I'm not looking for anything else. It doesn't change anything for you. Mm-hmm. What's that? It doesn't change anything for you. It doesn't change anything for me. That's how I, mean, I would feel, too. It's, it's a piece of paper. I think Bert's perspective upon that is exactly how mine would be. I think the only difference is that Bert will cross the hill and go, yeah, I'll do it, because it doesn't change anything. Whereas me... <laughs> Maybe it's my past, my stubbornness. I don't know. But I will feel the same way. Like, it doesn't change anything. So why mm-hmm. would I cross the hill? You see the difference? Well, why wouldn't you then? Because I'm, okay, that's a great question. I- I'm going to be honest. You keep saying that. We're just <laughs> we're assuming you're being honest the whole time. You're right. You're so right. I'm being I- honest. I and I'm being honest. Back. Katie, shut up. And I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't, all of the married men that I know that are in my life are not happy men. They're just not. 
Why? Is there a common denominator? A wife? <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. Katie, come on. What's the uh, common uh, denominator? Uh, we're talking about, right? Common denominator I, clearly I is a man with no cojones that won't stand up for himself, and that's why yes. he's in a miserable marriage, because he won't tell a woman yes. how he truly feels. We're saying the same thing. Yes, absolutely true. Okay, so if you are cut differently than the dudes you're hanging out with, and you stand up for yourself, and you're honest, then it will be different for you. If you're telling me that these marriages are miserable, it's mostly on the dudes, they're scared of their wives, and you're not going to be like that, then why wouldn't you get married? Mm. Why wouldn't I get married? Why wouldn't you get married? Yeah, if these guys are miserable because they... Well, no, it's a, to not because you're different. You're the, not going right. to do the same thing that they're doing. That's what he's trying to say. They get married because they feel like they have to. Yeah, they and didn't you're get saying, married because they wanted to. Yeah, but you're saying as Mo, as you, because of the things that you see and the bad examples that you've seen of the mm-hmm. men that are married in your life, you're not going to do that same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, so because of that, well, big, why wouldn't you get married to the right woman if you're not going to go down that same path? It's easy to say get married to the right woman. But then the same people that will tell you to get married to the right woman will be the people who will tell you to just marry somebody and not ask them anything about where they've been. No, that's not that's Or, not, or, that's or not the people who would uh-uh. say to get married because they got you on a good flight. And I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, these are the people that will say, get married. Yeah. And so when you look at it, I'm not going to say any names, but we both know somebody who was married. And he ended up in a, in a, a house with nothing in it. Mm-hmm. We know somebody else who's married right now, and he lost everything. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the risk in that. In, in, in well, me having built all that I have built up until this point in my life to marry you and then to find out that this was wrong and now I'm losing half of my shit or all of my shit all because we decided to sign a piece of paper when we already could have done what we were already doing without it. Well, that's the beautiful part of a prenup also, right? Especially for somebody that's in your position. If somebody is coming along that doesn't have what you have or the assets you have, that solves that problem. Okay, so let's talk about the during marriage. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, I think the man loses a lot more. Typically, you are paying for the majority of things in a good marriage. In a marriage that most people consider healthy, as a man, you are taking care of business, which is nothing wrong with that. That's the man I would want to be. But to do all of that just to find out that, mm-hmm. wow, that was a waste of time and what most people would call a mistake. I feel like the majority of the time when you hear a woman who has dealt with somebody, they'll say that was a mistake. It's not a mistake. That's a judgment call. And, and I always want it to be a judgment call. I don't want to make a mistake. I want to actually focus on what I'm doing. And it goes back to what we talked about earlier with before you invest in anyone, you do a background check. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the same exact thing. But I'm the minority in that mm-hmm. for some reason. And everybody looks at me like I'm crazy, and I'm just curious as to what I'm missing. It, it just feels to me like you're having debates on a – Weak foundation because you've never felt so strongly about somebody that you're willing to risk some of that shit. Do you think you can feel that strongly about three people, four people in a lifetime and it actually be genuine every time? Um, yes. I struggle with that. Yes, I do. I don't think that there's one person for just you or for Katie or for me. I think. So if I'm going to be in love four times, I'd rather like. Not sign anything in the four times. Because for you, true love only happens one time? That's for me. Mm. That's for me. You are in the minority. I know. You're a minority. You're a minority in the minority. I'm struggling. I need prayer. (laughs) I know. I'm in the minority. You're the minority minority. in the minority. (laughs) I know. But because because you're saying that, right? It's Mm -hmm. just like I was telling you earlier. 
because of how you feel that true love only comes once in a lifetime. For me. Not for you, else. yes. For me. Yes, Just for me. Just for me. For moments. Yeah, thank you. For you. Thank you. <laughs> it may take longer for you to find that one for you. I think it should. And I have always said this, that I think it should take good catches a long time to be caught. Mm, I like that. It should take a long time for a woman of your quality to come along and match up what I believe is your quality. It oh. should take a long time. Stay tuned for another episode of In the Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.